Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where women break through barriers, unlock their next level of success, and build bond with other badass business owners. Your host for this session is Candace McKinn. Candace is an international intuitive teacher, intuitive business coach, number one international best-selling author of Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice, and Yogini's Guide to Intuition Oracle Cards. Candace is a TEDx speaker and is the podcast, radio, TV host of the Find Your Hell Yes Show. Candace is recognized as a leading expert on intuition, as well as on women and worth, wealth and wellness, and has shared stages with speakers such as Jack Canfield, Deborah Silverman, and Matt Kahn. Candace is one of the co-creators of the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit and has another amazing guest coming right up. Take it away, Candace. Welcome, everybody. I am thrilled to invite you to this next talk. I am with Melissa Kwan, and her talk title is Manifest Your Destiny. Melissa and I met briefly when we were interviewing for her to be a speaker, and we just kicked it off. Like we just connected, didn't we? I'm like, okay. oh my God, I love this woman. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Candice. It's so awesome to be here. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. Thanks for being here. So Melissa Kwan is an author, speaker, and leader in manifestation, alignment, and human potential. Through a series of nudges from the universe, she went from being an atheist, partying her, her life away with no goals or dreams, to having a full spiritual awakening and dedicating her life to helping others wake up to their own power, purpose, and potential. You're talking my language. I love this. So again, welcome, Melissa. I'm really excited to dive into this topic right now. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and share with you all how to basically make your destiny inevitable, because I honestly believe that what the universe has in store for you is so much bigger than what you could actually plan for yourself right now. And mm -hmm. I would love to show you how you can unlock that and start to like let that magic unfold in your life. Nice. So before we dive into it, we're going to get right into it. Um, tell everybody a little bit about your journey and how you became the expert, like how you went from a partier into into being in a service like this. Yeah, well, when I look back and it, do, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but like 10, 15 years ago, I was a completely different person and we'll get more into that later. But it was like, I had no goals. I had no dreams. I didn't, I didn't, I was completely happy working in restaurants and then going out drinking with my friends after I had, there was nothing in my perception that was beyond that. Mm -hmm. um, and it was through these random synchronicities from the universe that I started to wake up to the fact that I had a soul and that I wasn't just this body walking around that was at the mercy of my circumstances. And back then I was in extremely abusive relationships, um, a series of stream, extremely abusive relationships. I was in a bunch of jobs that I hated. I feel like I really had to get to a rock bottom place to start waking up. So um, there was a point where I was in a very abusive relationship. I was driving home um, from my serving job and I actually considered driving off the road. Um, I remember driving my car and thinking, wouldn't it be nice to drive off the road and not go home? Um, so that was like a really, and something stopped me. Like I was, I remember the wheel, like looking at it and being like, I should just pull it and go off this cliff. 
And that seemed like a better idea than than going home to my abusive situation. So um, I'm really glad I didn't. Something stopped me. And from there, it was like this series of things that continued to happen, like psychic healer, house cleaners showing up randomly at my house and books falling off of um, shelves at garage sales. Like the, the Power of Now was the first book that fell off the shelf in front of me. And I tried to give it back to the guy and he was like, oh, no, no, take the book. It's free. And I was like, oh, no, I couldn't. He's like, just take the book. And that was the very first time I realized I had a soul. And I was mind blown. I was I opened the book and was like, what? This is insane. And it kind of just obviously snowballed from there. Yeah, amazing. I have that book as well. Power of Now. Is that who's the author? Is that Eckhart Tolle? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I thought so. Um, That's amazing. And I feel like you know, we have to be at that point to see the signs, right? Like, you know, like, I feel like they come to all of us. I don't know if I, I'm curious to how you feel about it, but then all of a sudden there's some, sometimes we notice them and it's like, oh, okay. Totally. And I feel like they're, they're always there, whether you're asking or not, you're being guided in yeah. the direction of your potential of your purpose, because life wants you to succeed and the universe wants you to succeed. And there is a grand plan for your life. You're not just here for no reason. <laughs> like I yeah. really, really believe we all have a purpose and we're all here to collectively give back in our own unique way. And so life is guiding you in that direction if you can get present enough to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's dive into your three points that you want to share with everybody and how you, how they can, how everybody that's watching or listening um, can manifest their own destiny. Yeah. So in the last year alone, so much has unfolded and so many things that I actually never would have imagined for myself, because like I said, the universe has a bigger plan for you than what you could have imagined. And as I was looking back at the last like 10, 15 years, I'm like, okay, so what were the things that made this all inevitable? And so I want to share with you today, the three points that will make your destiny inevitable. Um, And the very first one, and this is one thing that I teach in every one of my programs and all my courses is your focus creates your reality. And sometimes it, I'm sure many of you have heard this before, but it's easy to dismiss something because it sounds so simple or you've heard it and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I know this, Mm -hmm. but there's a difference between knowing it and the embodiment of that. Yeah. So you can get that. Okay. Yeah. Your focus creates your reality, but If you actually understood that, you would be working every single day to make sure that you were focused more on what you want than on what you don't want. And the problem is that most of us think that we are focused on what we want. And we're like, oh, well, I know, I know that I want to live in this kind of house in this neighborhood. I know that I want to have these clients, but unconsciously what's going on is, but it's not possible for you. You're not good enough. Right. So that's. The majority of what's actually being um, projected out through your frequency. And unless you're present enough, like we were saying earlier, to actually be listening to that resistance and listening for what's coming up around you, because the only like everyone thinks they have to go to therapy for years and uncover their blocks and do all this healing, but it's like, just look around, (laughs) look at your life, what's not working, because that's going to be a really clear indicator of where you're blocking yourself and what your blocks are. You don't have to dig back into past lives and everything, it's going to be right in your face. If you're willing. Yeah. And I believe that where we put our energy, right? Like it grows. So it's, so where we put our focus, it grows. Right. And like you said, a lot of us, you know, we, we, we think we know what we want and we do, 
a lot of times we do, sometimes we don't, but say we know we what we want, but we don't put that much energy into it, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, when I think about it, I'll, I'll bring it to the forefront. But typically there's other things, you know, our subconscious and also, you know, limiting beliefs and self-doubt and all of those things that are more on the forefront, right? Totally. And a really good example of this, um, and I'll move away from the financial examples because I think lots of people do that, is uh, I was speaking to a client the other day who wants a healthy relationship. Her and her husband of 17 years just broke up and she's never been in a healthy relationship because she's been with him for so long. And so when I asked her, well, do you even know what it would look like to be in the relationship you want to be in? And she was just like, no, I don't know what it would feel like to be safe in a relationship. I, I couldn't tell you zero clue. And I was like, well, that's why you don't have it. Cause you, you're focused on, yeah, I want a good relationship, but how clear have you gotten on? Like, what does that look like and feel like? And if you can't connect to the feeling of it, then it's going to be really hard for you to actually create something that you don't know what it is. Right. Yeah. 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 Because the feelings are part of it, right? It's the emote, it's the energy around it, mm-hmm. you know, like, people- yeah, like it's going from head to heart. Yeah. And a lot of people will say, well, if I've never had it, then how do I feel it? And it's like, well, the core feelings that you want to feel are abundance, love, like there's a core feeling. And I'm sure maybe you haven't felt abundant in your relationships, but maybe you felt abundant when you looked at your baby and you've seen like your child, or maybe you felt abundance in money, but not in love. So there's always going to be somewhere in life where you can kind of tap into the feeling of it um, and use that feeling to be like, okay, so how would this feel in this situation? So you can play off with the feelings. Right. I love that borrowing from it. Right. Mm -hmm. Or I've even heard um, maybe, yeah, like taking almost even somebody else's feelings around it or, you know, like they're an example. I see them as an example. And so tell me about it and then I'll feel it. Exactly. Or if, if you actually absolutely are like, nope, I have no idea. Then the next question comes, well, if you did know, then what do you think it would feel like? And then you can start growing it from there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so great. So your focus creates your reality. And so what you're saying is um, really feel into it. It's not just logical. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm saying like when in life, you want to start noticing and it's even good to I have my clients sometimes make a journal for a week. Like, where is your focus predominantly during the day? Is it on like, oh my God, there's not enough money. Oh my God, I have to pay for these groceries. Is it stress? Is it like, what are you feeling on a daily basis? And where's your focus going? Like when you look at your bank account, what's the first thoughts or emotions that pop into your head? Because those are going to give you an indicator of where your focus is. Are you focusing as someone who's in lack or are you focusing as someone who's in abundance? Which actually brings me to the second point, which is, It's not so much what you're focusing on, like, oh, I'm so abundant and just telling yourself you're abundant. It's who you're focusing as. It's all about your identity because we don't actually manifest what we want. We manifest who we are. We manifest who we're being. So there's a difference between looking like if you just stare at something off in the distance, you're looking at it, but it's like, who are you looking as? So you have to kind of get behind your eyes and say, okay, when I'm looking at this, what, what, who am I the person that's looking at this? Am I a person that believes that I'm abundant? Am I a person that is thinking abundant thoughts and feeling abundant feelings? Or am I looking at this? Like, yes, I want this beautiful life, but I'm not good enough. I can't have it. My family was poor. Like, what are your excuses? What are your beliefs? What are your um, patterns and behaviors and habits and predominant thoughts and feelings that make up who you are right now? 
that are creating the life that you have in front of you right now? And what do you need to shift in order to create something different? So, yeah. Yeah. um, That's one of the things I ask my clients as well is who do you need to be to have what you want to have or to do what you want to do? Right. And a lot of times it's more confidence, right? Like, you know, in today we're talking about clarity, confidence, connection. And that's one of the things that I see a lot is like to have the courage to go for it. But I really like that. Who, who are, who are you? What is it again? Who are you focusing as? Because you can be focused on something, but if you're not focused as the person that is going to create the life that you want, you're going to keep creating the same thing. And then a lot of people are, they're like, I'm doing the vision boards, I'm journaling, I'm I'm doing all of the things. Why isn't it manifesting? And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, because you're, you're pulling at all this outside stuff. Like I'm going to do this ritual and I'm going to hope that the moon manifests my destiny. If I do, if I write my journal on the new moon and I'm going to, you know, just grasp at all these things outside of myself instead of actually coming back to what's really creating your reality, which is your identity, who you're being and how you're showing up in the world. So when you, before you go into what you're focusing on, it's like, okay, I'm, what I'm focusing on is creating my reality, but also simultaneously, I need to be really hyper aware of who I'm being as I'm creating the life that I want. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. And number three, And number three is the daily embodiment. So a lot of people think that, okay, so I'm going to do a meditation and I'm going to connect with my future self. And then that's going to manifest my reality. And the reality is when you wake up from that meditation, you have a choice to go now about your life exactly as you did before to Mm -hmm. stay in the known in what's comfortable and carry on life as usual, and then expect your life to change and blame whatever mercury retrograde that it's not working or you get to open your eyes after you connect with that future self and you get really clear on who is it that I get to be now and who is the person that would have this life and how does she respond differently in this situation when she's triggered and how does she handle the hard things and how does she lead herself not just what does she wear and how does she hold her body which is the typical things that you hear it's like who are you being in life? How do you talk to your kids? How do you speak to your spouse? How do you show up differently on video? Like, what do you think about yourself when you're showing up? It's it's a whole lot of inner work that you need to do first. And then it's daily alignment to that version of you. So when you open your eyes after that meditation, it's now a choice to show up differently in every single moment and to be hyper aware of how you're showing up, not just when you're going on camera for an event on the summit. It's like, when I get off the camera, am I still being that version of me? Am I eating the way that I would eat? Am I speaking to my daughter and parenting the way that I want to parent? I get to be that version in life all the time and as much as possible, be aware enough and conscious enough to choose it in every single moment. And the more you can be in that vibration and energy of choosing it now, you will magnetize it to you faster because when you're showing up differently, you're shifting your frequency in your body. Yeah. Yeah. The way you yeah. speak, the way you think, though those are all vibrations. Thoughts yeah. are vibrations. Feelings are chemical reactions that create a vibration. When you start to change those chemical reactions and change those thoughts and feelings, you start to create a new signature, a chemical signature in your body, which is a new actual physical vibration that's going to start attracting different things into your life. Yeah. So, so I, I like, I, I, I think part of what you're saying is just being ultra aware of when you're showing up 
how you want to be, and then showing up when you go back into being reactive and in your lower vibration. So how do you shift it? How do you stay in that? How do you embody it, this new person that you are, this new vibration? The biggest thing is awareness. I would say it's 90% awareness, 10% action, because the awareness can shift it in that very moment. As soon as you're aware that, okay, so the this this way that I show up is not how my next level would show up. So mm-hmm. how would my next level show up? And it's about getting super aware, like, okay, so when this happens, I lose my shit. Oh, sorry. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. Yes, <laughs> you are. Hell yes, you are. Allowed to swear. Okay. <laughs> um, I scream at my spouse and I get super reactive with my kids. And as my next level, then I would show up in this way. So when you pre-plan, okay, this is how I was, and this is how I get to be. And it's like, you're super clear on who that next level is. And you have that awareness. Once you have an awareness, you can't unlearn consciousness. It's like, now I know. So now when I show up and I'm triggered and that that event that causes that trigger to come up happens, it's now a choice for me to be the old self or me to be the new self. And sometimes it's going to take a little practice and it's going to feel really uncomfortable to show up in a new way. And your spouse might be like, oh, what is going on with you? Like, why are you so different? And it's going to feel weird. But eventually when you do it enough times, it'll become your new reaction, like your your response instead of a reaction. So how you react to life and situations and triggers is going to create who you actually are. And it it creates a frequency and a vibration. So awareness would be the biggest thing. Yeah. And I feel like practice, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you know, there's certain times of the month that you're more reactive and not coping (laughs) as well, or, you know, or like sleep or eating or, you know, like there's different things that, and that's awareness again, right? Awareness that knows that, that knowing that, shit, if I don't eat all day, I'm going to be, I'm going to get hangry or around my moon cycle. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to cope as well. And so planning for that, right? So this is like how the three points kind of work together. What you focus on creates your reality, but it's who you're focusing as. So you need to get really clear on who that is and who it is that you don't want to be that created the life that you don't want to have anymore. And then the daily embodiment is about practicing it every day, actually being it every single day, not just in an hour meditation, but in life, you now get to choose that in every single moment. And when you catch yourself not choosing it, it's just, you don't beat yourself up and be like, oh, damn, I screwed it all up and it's over and I'm never going to manifest what I want. It's like, oh, yeah, interesting. I fell back into that unconscious pattern. And the more you catch it and shift it in the moment, the less and less it happens. So it's like don't beat yourself up. It's just notice it and then gently bring yourself back. I love this. I love this so much. This really brings me back actually when I was a younger mom, you know, and mm-hmm. I I guess now I've created my life really much more gentle, but you know, <laughs> when I was a younger mom, like I had, to, I was, I was in more situations that would trigger me, right. Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah. schools and the activities and, you know, I had my yoga studio and, you know, and, and so um, it really is bringing me back to that is, and, and it is, it's practice. Like, okay, that really triggered me. Okay. Why? Like now I get triggered as well, but I'm like super aware of it. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Yeah. And you but, catch it before you react now, right? That's yeah, the difference. Yeah. Yeah. So you can show up differently, whereas it's not this unconscious, like, I'm just going to yell at you because that's what my parents did. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm in that now with young kids. So it's kind of like, 
I feel sometimes borderline crazy because I'll be, I'll, I'll catch, I'll get unconscious and I'll start to yell and then I'll catch myself. And then I'm like yelling. And then I'm like, I'm so sorry, mom, you shouldn't yell. And then I try and be really present. I'm like, oh, she's going to think I'm insane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, but it's really is practice and yeah. And knowing and being aware, like, I love that about the awareness that, okay, when I go you know what it was? Um, I live in Canada. I think you're in Canada as well. But my mm-hmm. kids were, were played hockey. And I remember going to hockey tournaments. And I would get so triggered. Like, and then, you know, these big kids are shoving my little kid into the boards, right? And you know, I'm like, who am oh, I? All of a sudden, <laughs> I become this, this other woman that is not me. And I used to have to go sit in the car. <laughs> yeah, that's good, though. At least you caught it and didn't like jump onto the ice and start throwing down with little kids (laughs) there was one night there was one time I was at a hockey tournament I did start yelling and I'm like oh who am I and it it is that like I love what you're how you're how you're teaching this and and your work and then I did I went and put myself in the car like I can't be around that (laughs) but it's true it's like it's all unconscious and it's nothing it's not your fault that you react in that way it's just you have a choice to bring awareness to it and choose differently or keep being the same. And if you choose to keep being the same, you're going to keep creating the same results. If you choose to create something better, then it just is going to require you to show up in different ways. It's not like you're not broken. There's nothing wrong with you. Personal development says like, oh, you have to heal all your blocks and your trauma and go to therapy and do all this stuff before you can be good enough to have what you want. But the truth is there's two structures. There's the creative structure and then there's the structure where you're in survival. So you can get out of this. I have to fix myself and heal my blocks because you're going to focus on that and continue to create it. And you can instead get into the creative structure where you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to create an amazing life just because not because this one's not good enough, not because I don't feel good enough, not because it's going to make me better, but because I would love to explore what this would be like. It's like following your heart and following your soul and following those nudges. And those little breadcrumbs are going to lead you to an extraordinary life and your destiny will unfold if you just start to listen to that and be present here yeah yeah love it okay let's tell everybody about your free gift activate your next level guided hypnosis yeah so that one I recorded a hypnosis it's um I trained with Marissa Pierre rapid transformational therapy and then mixed in some hypnotic um statements in there to help you really activate your next level of success and abundance and freedom. Um, So you just sit there and listen and let yourself be guided and it will do the transformation for you. Um, Okay. Amazing. So just grab that link right now. It's in the chat and then also tell everybody about your VIP gift. And then if you don't have, if you haven't upgraded to VIP yet, um, make sure you do because the gifts are amazing like this you'll for $97 you're going to to get Melissa's $555 value VIP gift so tell everybody about it so the value in this gift is next level I had the opportunity to interview multiple six and seven figure earners many of who were making three four five hundred thousand dollars a month in their soul-led businesses so these are leaders in the industry um and I had the chance to sit and chat with them and they gave me their biggest tips and secrets on how they created that success and freedom um one of the events has 22 speakers the other has Um, 11, I believe. So there's 33 interviews that are super potent, powerful information. Um, If you just like take a little tiny bit and apply it to your life, it will transform your life for sure. 
That's amazing. Okay, so coming up next is Lisa Short, and her talk is Why Your Energy Can't Keep Up With Your Drive. Oh, that sounds really good. <laughs> um, last words of wisdom, Melissa, for everybody. Um, last words of wisdom, you're not broken, and you can absolutely have an incredible life and create everything that you want as the person that you are right now without having to heal or fix or change yourself. Um, just focus on what you want and be that person, and it's inevitable that it will happen for you. So. I'm excited for you. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much, Melissa. Thanks. Thank you so much, Candice. Thank you for joining us for another amazing session on the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where women break through barriers, unlock their next level of success, and build bonds with other badass business owners. For recordings of all sessions, plus an amazing VIP gift bundle full of courses and resources from our knowledgeable speakers, you can upgrade to a VIP ticket for only $97. If you have any questions or run into any challenges during the summit, email our support team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com. Stay tuned. We have another fantastic speaker coming right up.